Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo! Here with you on a Thursday morning. We are glad that you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you're getting podcasts from. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We certainly are servicemen and women out there taking care of us and our medical personnel here at home. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Things are starting to open back up. That's great to see. So, you know, if you got a chance to go by and check that out and then, you know, keep your social distance. Don't, don't be cramming in there, people. All right, keep your mask on. It's not an assault on your freedom. It's just a mask. Get you a coffee. Enjoy it. Soon to be getting some ice cream. You can certainly enjoy that. I'm going to, as soon as they're open back up, I'm going to be in there getting myself a Sunday because I feel like I deserve it. I put up with Joel Coleman every day. I deserve an ice cream. I, I agree. And uh, <laughs> In fact, the other day on... Uh on Mother's Day, I got my wife on the other side of the building a little extra for putting up with me. Oh, and did for you? putting up with my offspring and everything else. I thought she deserved a little extra. That's and true. so That's you true. can get nice baked goods on the other side of the store, of course. I bought her a humongous cinnamon roll, mm-hmm. a humongous chocolate chip cookie. Wow. Yeah. I, I loaded her up with sweets. And Good of course, stuff. She's pregnant, so yeah. you, you really score brownie points when you bring in cookies and cinnamon rolls and stuff when they're pregnant. You know what so. really helps you score brownie points? Brownies. brownies. Yeah. If you get some brownies. Yeah. You need to learn how to make brownies. The, 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 I can, can make some brownies. You can make some brownies. I mean, is it like com- totally homemade? Probably not. No. Here's what, like, this I, is a great debate. People are like, oh, it's not homemade if you get a mix. No, no, no. If you made it, you know, just because you didn't measure out the flour and the sugar and the eggs, you still made them. Yeah. I mean, I would like to confess that I don't know how to cook. Y'all know that already. Yeah. But, but I'm not just a total t- ignoramus when it comes to some stuff. I okay. mean, I can make brownies. Well, there you go. You need to make some brownies and get the brownie points. But you can just get, make it easy on yourself and get the brownie points by going to Strange Brew Coffee House. I can scramble eggs. Okay, well, my my nine my ten year old can do that. <laughs> that's not that's not a big deal. Scrambling eggs, okay. shake. That means you can shake a pan. I, I agree, but I'm just saying I'm not totally helpful. You were doing good, and then you brought yourself back down with that. Well, I'm just telling y'all. All right. Uh, College Corner wants to bring something down. They want to bring down the price you're paying for gift cards. All you've got to do right now is go to collegecornerstore.com, and then when you search for gift cards in the uh, search bar there of their new and improved website, you're going to get 30% off your purchase. So you can save big money. $100 gift card is only a $70 purchase, and that's going to put you in some brand new maroon and white merchandise. They've got a whole incredible selection, great stuff. I'm telling you right now, you're going to need, you're going to need a new polo because we're playing football this year. You've got to get yourself something new. Don't show up in the same old polos as before. It's a new era at Mississippi State. Ring it in with some new clothing. Shake off all the old bad mojo. Get something new, something fresh, something good looking, and you can save a little money when you shop at College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. In these uncertain times, no, I'm just kidding, with Advantage Business Systems, there is no uncertainty because those are the guys who know what's going on with business technology. 45 years of experience will get you that kind of know-how, doing it here in the state of Mississippi. 
since day one, they are the definition of buy local and be local. Right now, when you're trying to keep your employees at home, they can help you set up the business devices that they need. Trying to bring everybody back, want to upgrade some technology? They can do that as well. Please get in touch with our friends at Advantage Business Systems. You won't regret that decision. 844-833-6245. Or visit them online at absms.com. Advantage Business Systems, helping your business do business. Here's something I didn't think I was ever going to say. Somebody else is doing business with Mississippi State again. Yes. Yes. Very nicely segued. Uh, and that man is is Ron Polk. I won't lie. I didn't think this day would ever come. There was a point in time where I would have completely agreed with you, but that, for me, has changed really in the last year or two especially. When he came back and was inducted into the Ron Polk Ring of Honor and that, that whole nine yards, to me, any remaining hard feelings, barriers, walls whatever you want to say that were built to me that that swept the rest of them away Uh, and from that day on i won't say that i knew that ron polk was going to come back and wear maroon and white again or work in the athletic department or do whatever i don't know that i knew that but to me that was the signal that all was well again and so the fact that you get the news on on wednesday that he is now in the athletic department again, I think his title is special assistant to the athletic director. I, it doesn't totally shock me. In fact, whenever uh, Shoop over at UAB stepped down a few days ago, I kind of wondered internally, like, well, Polk still got a house here. Um, you know, I hadn't even tied to. those two events together, too. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I kind of wondered if, if there may be some kind of I mean, quite frankly, what I wondered was, well, is he going to be a volunteer assistant at Mississippi State now? Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I thought in my own brain without calling anybody. And uh, lo and behold, get the get the news um, on Wednesday that, that he is coming back. He's not going to be an on-field coach. Um, going to work with coaches, special assistant to the athletic director, which is incredibly interesting because that athletic director was the guy that replaced him and all the chaos that ensued as you were i guess kind of alluding to at the beginning of this kind of started it wasn't cohen's fault right um but you know he him coming in kind of began the initial spat and now he's kind of brought him home it's kind of a cool little story there it, from, it, it from, definitely is over is the course that. of the last 12 years it definitely is that and, and i do agree with you that it seemed that most of the fences had been mended last season when he came back for the for the first weekend to induct those guys into the yeah. the ring of honor but I didn't think that there would come a day where he was actually working for MSU again. Well, you know, all the cast of characters that Polk was probably perturbed at back then, save for Cohen himself, who, I mean, he just took a job, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not like he did anything against Ron Polk. He got offered a job, and he took it. Mm-hmm. But the people that offered him that job and the people that went against what was probably Polk's wishes and things, those are the people that Polk was mad at, I guess. You know, I'm doing a little bit of somewhat educated guessing there I, I don't know that cohen or excuse me that that polk was ever just i mean how are you mad at john in that situation for coming in and taking a job you know i, I don't right. know that that it, there were ever any major feelings there for you know bad feelings between polk and john i mean maybe there was a little bit just because of you know he took the job and polk didn't think but but at the end of the day i think polk's biggest grief were with the people that gave john the job not john 
I, I would have to ask, and I hope to ask some version of that at some point, because this is a cool story that needs telling, I think. I mean, the mending offenses of what is almost said the greatest coach in Mississippi State history, but is that Vic Schaefer? I don't want to go down that road. We're talking about that a ton today. But one of the two, three greatest coaches in Mississippi State history got really mad, wanted his name jerked off the stadium. Yeah. And now he's back and all seems well in the world. That's a neat story. And so I would love for somehow, some way to kind of talk about that a little bit and see exactly, you know, who he was mad at at the time and why why now has there been peace made? I mean, that's a neat well, I thing think, to look at. I think the reason peace has been made is very simple. It's John Cohen. Uh, John Cohen and his relationship with Ron Polk. I think it personally bothered John that Ron Polk was not a bigger part of things at Mississippi State. I always think back to the last game at Duty Noble uh, before the remodel. So it was a stadium at LSU, Canizero's one year, and they had a lot of people back. And Ron Polk did a video. He wouldn't even come. I mean, this stadium has his name on it, but he couldn't bring himself to come. And it, you know, I think that that's that bad with me, to be totally honest with you. I think John Cohen has, you know, mended the fence. I think he's the biggest reason for this. I think he has been the olive branch. He's been the guy who has done everything in his power to bring Ron Polk back to Mississippi State, which is where he belongs. He yeah. is a legend at Mississippi State. Honestly, Georgia fans, do you think they even remember Ron Polk coach there? Do you think they even care? They don't. But he is, you know, we're doing this this bulldog bracket, right? And if we were going to do a Final Four, uh, do a Mount Rushmore, these four players would be on it, just the players. But if we did an MSU Mount Rushmore, Ron Polk's on that. Yeah. You know, to, in my opinion. I think... You know, he the, the three people I know for sure would be on it are Dak, Ron Polk, and Jack Crystal. And then I don't know who the fourth one was. That's up for debate. Yeah. But Ron Polk's on it. You know, the stadium has his name on it. Mississippi State baseball is what it is because of what Ron Polk did. He did everything in the world except one thing, but nobody else has done that either at Mississippi State. So, you know, this works. Now, that my question is, what exactly is his role at Mississippi State? Do you have any insight <laughs> onto that? It, it's going to be some kind of deal where he's working with coaches and, and relationships. And, 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 too, when you look at his quote today from the release, I don't know if you read that, mm-hmm. but it seems like he's going to play a large ambassador-type role, too. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I rather than sit here and me try and tell you what the uh, what the quote said, I will read the quote because I have it right here in front of me. All right. this, is, this is the words of one Ron... Okay. Uh, he says, Mississippi State's a special place. This is home for me. After 54 years of coaching college baseball, including the last 12 as a volunteer assistant at UAB, this is a perfect time for me to give back to Mississippi State. I'm very appreciative to this great university and director of athletics, John Cohen, for allowing me to do this, for meeting with and being available to our coaches in different capacities, to development, alumni speaking events, serving on committees, or occasional radio and television broadcasts, I can't wait to promote and assist in any way I can to help the Bulldogs continue to be one of the very best athletic programs in the country. And so it seems like it's going to be a a role that is varied. You know, it doesn't seem like he's going to go to work every day and do one thing. He's not going to work today in fundraising, or he's not going to work today to do this, that, or the other. Help coaches, maybe on some TV broadcasts, maybe give some speeches, maybe help with fundraising a little bit. Seems like he's going to be kind of a jack-of-all-trades kind of guy. That is a perfect role for Ron Polk. Yeah. Ron Polk is a guy who can 
and you need these kind of guys at the university. He is the kind of guy who can make a couple of phone calls, and if you need $100,000, he can get it. He can make those. He, he, he has that kind of stroke Yep. at Mississippi State. So perfect. Perfect role for him. I, for one, am glad to see him back in the fold. I think it's a good thing for Mississippi State. You just don't want you don't want to be this. You don't want to be the the guy who has the legend on the outside. You know you no. don't want that. I, I, the, 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 I, you know I try to make this point on sports talk. Imagine if Archie Manning just one day was just fed up with Ole Miss and walked away. I mean, the streets are <laughs> it's the, his number is the speed limit. You know I mean, that's, it, that's it's difficult. You don't want that. And well, the reason Mississippi State has the kind of baseball stadium they have today. Is because of what Ron Polk built. Mm-hmm. He laid the, the the figurative foundation for that Taj Mahal that's sitting over there beside the hump and mm-hmm. the Bryan building and all that. If Polk doesn't do what he does for Mississippi State, I mean, I don't know what Mississippi State's planning today. The SEC being what it is, I'm sure it would still be a nice place. But Mississippi State baseball being the behemoth in the eyes of Obviously, everybody in, that's a Mississippi State fan, but, I mean, around the country, Mississippi State's viewed as one of the best programs in the country. That's Ron Polk. That's all Ron Polk. For the, I mean, he, yeah, players make it too, but who recruited those players and who, who did all this? To not have Ron Polk associated with Mississippi State University is like not welcoming your dad to the family Christmas or something. Like it's The, the reunion had to happen. Yeah. The, the peace had to be made. Yeah. For it to just feel right. Yeah, they need to. And all of a sudden, it kind of feels right again. Can't wait to see the ovation he gets. Probably a Davis Wade pretty early in the season, I would imagine. Well, that's another thing, too. You, you want to bring back some of these old teams, the, yeah. the Palmero-Clark teams, yeah. and stuff like that. He, I mean, he, you, he, you can walk Tron Polk right out there with them now, yeah. wearing his maroon and white. And, yeah. Yeah. That's what you want. Lot, that's what fun. you want. So Good stuff uh, from Mississippi State. Good to see uh, Ron Polk, like we said uh Definitely uh, back in the fold. All right, let's move on over to the greatest Bulldog bracket. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. We want to remind you that they have got the good stuff in stock, and that's American Wagyu beef, the best of the best, full-blooded Wagyu. This is not any hybrid breed. This is the real deal. Melt in your mouth. You know, they say that fatty things are better, and I tend to agree especially when it comes to beef. And this is going to be the kind of beef that's like butter when you eat it. Melt in your mouth. But if it's not, it's not just about that there. They've got all sorts of cuts. They've got ribeyes, fillets, hanger steaks, tri-tip. They've got the best burger meat you can find. They've got pot roasts that you can just cook, set it, and forget it. And you're going to have one of the best meals of your life. So, what, are you going to okay over there? Yeah, wasn't that like a telemer? Uh, yeah, tele- the Ronco yeah. uh, rotisserie <laughs> oven. Set, Set it, it and, and forget, forget it. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm stealing it from him. If, if Ron Ronco or whatever his name was wants to come in here and fight me, bring it on, old man. <laughs> Hashtag do crimes. Let's go. So, anyway. What you need to do is this. Like their Facebook page right now. Facebook.com slash Welcome Home Beef. They're having a live sale on Friday. You can get your hands on some of these prized steaks. Or if you just want to place an order with them as it is, 662-418-2021, and they can ship wherever. They've got a great system, you know, insulated bags, dry ice. That meat will be beautiful when it arrives at your door, and you can be cooking some incredible meat this weekend. Give them a call, 662-418-2021, or like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. Doesn't matter if it's the Wagyu steaks, the ribeyes, the fillets, or even just a hamburger. When you get it from 
Welcome home beef, Joel. What do you know? It just tastes good. All right. It's time for the final four. Unbelievable. We have we have reached this point. I I'm 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 pretty impressed. First off, I think I want to give myself a pat on the back. Obviously, the seating was good. I made some mistakes along the way, obviously. Left some folks out that probably should have been in there. But all four one seeds are in. That's It was a chalk final four. Not a lot of upsets along the way here. I mean, what was the biggest upset? We had an 8-9. We had a 7-10. That's it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, outstanding seating, Brian. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Let's look at it. Dak Prescott versus Rafael Palmero. Let's give Will Clark, Clark some credit. He put up the biggest fight of anybody else. He gathered, uh, if I'm looking at this right, 23% of the vote against Dak Prescott. I got a lot of people asking, oh, he got a bad matchup. Buddy, everybody who got Dak Prescott got a bad matchup. Yeah. All right, Gary Frank, Chad Bumpus, Fred Smoot, Will Clark. They all had bad matchups because yeah. they were matched up against the guy who's probably going to win this thing. Yeah, hammer meets the nail. Yeah, it's just, it's just how it was going to be. Um, you know, and I love Will Clark. My all-time favorite Major League Baseball player. But at the end of the day, somebody had to fall to Dak. And, and it was, you know, if it wasn't Clark, it was going to be Palmero or it was going to be Mangum. It was going to be somebody. And that's just sort of where we are. But I think Will, you know, he made it very respectable and a good showing for him to get to the Elite Eight. Rafael Palmero will represent Thunder and Lightning on the Thunder and Lightning bracket here. Well, uh, you know, I, I personally am a bigger Lightning fan. When it comes to the show, anyway. Yeah. 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 Get what I'm saying? Yeah, pick, I get it. Picking up what I'm putting down. I get it, yeah. 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 I'm going to pick you up and put you down. How about that? <laughs> uh, Rafael Palmero, same percentage. 77% of the vote. What an odd coincidence. Taking down Anthony Dixon. Dixon was the only three seed. I'm sorry, there were two three seeds. Never mind. Never mind that idea. Uh, as a three seed, though, Dixon had a really good run. Uh, should be very proud to make the Elite Eight. Uh, a testament to his great popularity. But Rafael Palmero, I mean, he, he did things that nobody else has ever done at Mississippi State. You know, triple crown, all the home runs, all the RBI. I mean, there's a, as there is for Will Clark, there's a statue of the guy. Yeah, for goodness' sake, if you yeah. get a statue on campus, I mean, when you, you, you got a when good you look case at these, 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 these the, the final four here, you've got a statue, you've got a street, and then Dak and Jake Mangum will have something. There's no question about. It. There will be a statue of Dak pointing to the sky at some time. Right in the middle of the junction or something. Yeah. And then with Mangum, he will have something as well. You know, just, just, there's no question about that. Um, so Palmero versus Prescott, baseball versus football, the 80s versus the 2010s. This is a good matchup. Can Palmero match what Clark did? I think it, I think that it will be, um, I think that it will be pretty close to, to what you just saw. Um, with with Dak and and Clark, I, I think it'll be a, uh, I think it'll be a, about the same, if you if I had to guess. I may end up being completely wrong, but uh, just uh, gut instinct is that you're going to see a similar showing. Because in my mind, like when I think of Palmero and Clark, I almost think that when it, for Mississippi State's purpose, I almost see them as the same guy. They're they're always united. Yeah, like thunder and lightning, whatever. Like yeah. you just see them. You never as, think one out the other. So I, I almost think that. Dak versus Palmero is a Dak versus Will Clark repeat a little Makes bit. Makes sense. And, and so I think you'll see about the same margin. Yeah. 
No, I don't. I don't disagree with you. Uh, I, I, I would. I, I would. If he got to thirty percent, that's. I mean, Dak is just a juggernaut. Dak is. This is. If we want to make like a uh, an NCAA tournament reference here, I don't know how if you're going to be old enough to remember this, but Dak is sort of like UNLV when they went undefeated. Just a complete juggernaut. The question is, can and I think it's going to be Jake Mangum be Duke, the plucky underdog that's still good enough to win. I don't know the answer to that. So, Dak versus Rafael Palmero. That's uh, the left side of the bracket. Over on the other side, our closest matchup in the Elite Eight was Bailey Howe, Victoria Vivians, but Bailey Howe still wins pretty easily. 68% of the vote to the uh, Basketball Hall of Famer. He advances into the cha- out of the Chapel of Memories region to face Jake Mangum out of the Allen Hill region. He had the biggest margin of victory of anyone in the Final Four. 89% of the vote over Jeff Brantley. Uh, so he will advance. Again, basketball versus base. Baseball with half the Final Four. Not surprising, I guess. But at the same time, I mean, there is even at LSU, I don't think you'd get that. If I did a greatest Tiger bracket, I don't think you would get... Gosh, off the top of my head, could I do it? I mean, there would be at least one basketball player. Maravich would be on there. Yeah. Shaq. Shaq. They might have two. In reality, I could do three. I, could get, I wouldn't be mad if Chris Jackson made it. Yeah. Um, and then in football, I mean, they got so many guys. Burrow would probably be... It would be Burrow, Pistol Pete, Shaq, and then for baseball, I don't know who the greatest Tiger of all time is in baseball. I mean, they got a lot of options, obviously. My first thought is Eddie Furness, but Antoine Duplantis. Duplantis would be sort of like Mangum, would be the most recent guy. I don't know. I don't know. But in, let's get back to the, the Bulldog side of things. Bailey Howe versus Jake Mangum. I think Mangum is going to win this. You think Mangum might win this pretty easily. I, I do because of the baseball tie. Everybody loves their Mississippi State baseball because of the recency tie. He's the mayor. Everybody loves him. Um, not that people don't like Bailey Howell, but it was just longer ago. And I think that's going to really hurt him here. Uh, I mean, all things being equal, you might give the nod to the guy that's a Hall of Famer here, right? <laughs> but all things aren't equal because you got a, a very recent baseball player that went to Omaha twice, that went to a Super Regional every year that he was here, that's the SEC's all-time hit king. I, I, just, I feel like Mangum's going to win, and I don't think it's going to end up being as close as it probably should be when you got a Hall of Fame basketball player on the other side. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, people love Bailey Howe, but people love Jake Mangum. I can't wait for this Dak Mangum thing. I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued. Could Mangum possibly – could he do it? Could he – is he the one – I think Mangum was the best – has the best opportunity of anybody that was in this bracket. I mean, if I could have matched Dak up with anybody in the final – Mangum is the guy who I think has the absolute best chance to knock him off. I think I think you're right. Having the best chance doesn't mean that he's going to. No, that's <laughs> and true. I don't think. That's and we're just speculating. You guys can vote whoever you want to. I don't think he will, but you're right. I mean, he, he's the guy that I think because if you talk about recency, Jake Mangum's more recent. No, uh, you're right. Baseball. Uh, I mean, they're off of. You might as well say they're still fresh off an Omaha trip. You can't count this past year; they didn't play it for the most yeah. part. So, it's tough to not think that Jake at least has that puncher's chance. No, I, agree. I, I don't think he wins against Dak in the end. Well, he's got to get past Bailey Howell first, but right. yeah, 
I feel like Jake has the best chance, obviously, mm-hmm. to to defeat the juggernaut that is Dak. We'll it's, see if it ends It's up funny that, that if that we way. were going off of credentials, off the resume, Bailey Howe would win this going away mm-hmm. over all of them. I mean, it's not even close. But it's not, you know, that's not what this is. I think Mangum wins this one 65-35, something like that, and then we'll see what happens in the final. I I, I need to see how how badly he beats Bailey Howe to get an idea at how close Palmero comes. If Palmero can get 30% of the vote, that leads me to believe that Mangum Jake could get more could than get that. more than that. So, you know, it would be, it'd be interesting to watch. Uh, if Jake, so sure. you're, I mean, this isn't going to happen now. Well, I guess it could. I don't think it's going to, but Jake versus Palmero, you think Jake wins that? Jake would win slide? that easily. Yeah. I think he would win it pretty easily. And I think by the, I think, I don't think Bailey Howe could beat anybody in this, in the final four. I don't think he could beat Dak. I don't think he can beat Palmero. And, I would, and he won't beat, I don't think he'll beat Mangum. I think Bailey Palmero would be interesting. It would be. It would, it, but I think Palmero would win. Yeah. Palmero is, Palmero is, but we, we sort of screwed this up. We talked about statues. Palmero only has a statue. He's got a building, too. Yeah. So there is a Howell Hall, but I don't think it's named for Bailey Howell. I don't think. Is it? You're over here making declarations, hey, Dad. You got to know the answer to these things. Well, I thought you would know these things. <laughs> well, you didn't know it. Why should I? Because you're smarter than I am. But I you're guess. older. You had more time to figure it out. Yeah, but Howell Hall is a newer building. It wasn't Howell Hall when I was uh, on campus. So. Let's if see only if can... we had a device. I'm looking at it. It doesn't say who, who it's named after. So I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well. All right. So have the polls up. Vote. Sunday show. We will look at the, the final matchup. Who We will determine who is the greatest bulldog, uh, according to you guys. So. Should be a lot of fun. All right, guys. Tomorrow's show, uh, we are doing a deep dive into the Stansberry era. Sp- specifically, the first, like, I guess six, seven years. It's sort of culminating with the uh, the Lawrence Roberts era, I guess. You know? the the Honestly, that that's something we could break into two shows. The first part, and then Jamont Gordon into Renardo, into the Renardo Sydney days. So we'll, we'll we'll have that tomorrow. Also All tomorrow, the way to the great state of Hawaii. Yeah, and then tomorrow, also on tomorrow's show, Derek Zimmerman joins us, sort of talk about that and to sort of look at what I consider one of the signature wins of the Stansberry era, the incredible comeback win over Kentucky uh, in the in, at the hump, down twenty-one to two to win in overtime against the Wildcats. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk with the Z-Man on tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning. Guys, have a great Thursday. Back with you on Friday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning. All the colors. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.